something that I've learned that has helped me a lot in overcoming the feelings of imposter syndrome and something that's always in the back of my mind when I'm so scrolling social media. And this might come as kind of a shock or like a tough pill to swallow for some people, but it's that you're never going to be number one. And there's always going to be someone better than you, whether they're in your area across the country or across the world out of 7 billion people on this earth, you're just never going to be the best at something. And that is okay. But with that means that there's always going to be someone looking up to you and there's always going to be someone inspired by you. Welcome to She Empowers the Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Kayla Lucas. I'm a mom of two, a family-focused chiropractor, a trailblazing entrepreneur, and a holistic mindset queen. I am on a mission to empower women to lead themselves and their families to greater health and wellness in their personal lives and businesses. Each week, I'm sharing inspiring content that will give you the tools to navigate your own wellness journey, grow your businesses, expand your mind, and take care of the ones you love. This is your space to feel supported, inspired, and empowered. Let's get into it. Hello, friends. Thank you for being here. Oh, I am overjoyed to bring you not only a conversation between friends and old coworkers, but a conversation that I think we all need to lean into a little bit more as female entrepreneurs. I have Kaylee Chikowski on the show with me today, and Kaylee is a wedding and lifestyle photographer. But it wasn't long ago that Kaylee was not a wedding and lifestyle photographer. And as she has grown her business and her brand and her website and her name and her reputation, she has struggled with imposter syndrome. And I think this is something that we need to unpack a little bit more of because I think, well, number one, it's collectively something we all seem to struggle with is imposter syndrome. Whether you own a business or not, it's definitely crept in. But I'm really going to implore you to just take in today's conversation, listen to kind of what Kaylee has done, what she's doing, what she's continuously pursuing inside of herself, even when the imposter syndrome sets in. I know you're going to glean a lot of insight from this conversation and just get to hear another audacious woman express her genuine excitement for what she's doing in her life. So without giving too much away, please enjoy the episode with Kaylee. Welcome to the show, everybody. I am very excited and elated to have today's guest on. We have Kaylee Chikowski with us. She is a lifestyle and wedding photographer based in Kamloops. She really grew up in Saskatchewan and in 2021, you know, kind of after dreaming of living in the mountains with her amazing husband, Trevor, they decided to kind of make the move and she fully pursued her photography career. And you know what? I just have to say that this woman who is, you know, recording this episode with me. I got the pleasure of getting to know her when she applied at my chiropractic clinic to work. So that was kind of the very first evolution of our relationship. And she was managing our social media and she was helping us with all the admin side. And that was kind of the first time that I really saw Kaylee's exceptional talent for photography and just creating beautiful graphics. So when she told us and gave us the sad news that she'd be leaving to the mountains, we knew there was going to be really good things in store for her. Welcome Kaylee to She Empowers. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here and I'm so happy to be talking to you today because it feels like we haven't talked a lot in the last little while, but I think about you a lot and I'm so inspired by what you put out there. So I'm really happy to be a part of the podcast. 
Oh, I'm super excited. I feel like every time we actually do connect, it just feels like hanging out and talking to an old friend. Yeah, totally. Totally. Like you definitely started out obviously as my employer, but you've grown to be a really good friend over the last few years. So I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) Yeah. Back at you, girl. I feel it too. So I would really love for you to, because I know Kaylee, but I would really love for you to kind of just share with our listeners who you are, what you're doing, why you decided to pursue a full-time photography career, having previously never done it before, and all of the self-belief that it took to get there. Yeah, so I'll kind of start at the beginning. I grew up in Southeast Saskatchewan, and then I went to the U of R for my degree in geology. Uh, Shortly before I graduated, I met my husband, my now husband, Trevor, on Tinder, and we moved, I moved to Saskatoon shortly after we met, about six months after we met so that we could be together, which was kind of a big step for us. But obviously it all worked out because we're married now. But uh, yeah, I've always wanted to live in BC, like you said, since I was little. Uh, it's, all, it's just always been a dream of mine. So I told Trevor when we got together that whether it was when I'm 20 or when I'm 80, I'm going to live in BC. However, that's going to happen. I want it to happen. So when my husband got laid off in May of 2021, uh, it kind of felt like the universe was saying, you know, if not now, when? And that question of if not now, when, I think I'm going to bring up a lot during this episode because it's just kind of a motto of mine of if not now, when, you know, we don't have kids, neither of us have big families. So why not just do it? Just go for it because if not now, when? So, and then when like I said, my husband got laid off in May of 2021 and uh, we he started applying for jobs. Shortly after he got laid off, we ended up getting engaged uh, in July of 2021. And then knowing that we probably wouldn't be in Saskatchewan for much longer, we um, decided that we wanted to kind of speed up the planning of our wedding process. So we ended up getting married in October of 2021, which we planned our whole wedding in three months and because it was so short and because we knew that we probably wouldn't be here for very long, we actually decided to have a surprise wedding. So everyone thought that they were coming to our engagement party um, just to celebrate us, our love, and just kind of say goodbye before we eventually go off to BC and people showed up and it was like, surprise, we're getting married. And it was so crazy. It was such a good day, like no regrets. Like I just wasn't the kind of person that wanted to plan my wedding for months or even years, like some people, which to each their own, but yeah, that just wasn't me. And I'm just so happy we did it that way. And it ended up that Trevor got offered his job five days before we got married. So in the span of like two weeks, he got offered his job, we got married. We told all of our friends and family that we were moving to BC and Then we up and packed our lives and moved to BC two weeks after our wedding. And it was insane. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I remember just like watching all of it too. And it was so crazy how fast the changes came. And also I think serendipitous. I think it was just like you guys were meant to be out there. And I think you were really also, I think mentally stepping into the act of becoming a photographer. Like, I think that's really, I noticed the transition in you. Um, as a person was like, this is like you said, if not now, when? Um, and yeah, kudos to not planning your wedding for forever because girl over here is doing it. And whew, Kaylee, it is <laughs> It's stressful. Planning a wedding is really stressful. <laughs> oh, I can't even. But yeah, how, um, you know, has photography always been on your radar like BC was? Like what made you kind of pursue it and start it as a brand new business? Yeah. So um, I did start my photography business right, pretty much right when we moved to Kamloops. 
Um, it was something that I had always kind of thought of. It was always kind of in the back of my mind for the last few years before I had started. And, but it just didn't really feel like the right time. So when we moved to BC, again, that whole question of if not now, when came up and it's like, you know, life is so short and you just don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So I just decided to just go for it. And yeah, and now I'm here. And like I said, the timing of your life is never going to feel perfect and you just don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So taking that leap is the first big step in creating that dream that you love. And I really started considering it more when my husband, oh, sorry. Okay. I'm going to kind of backstep a little bit. I really started considering it more when my husband and I moved to BC because I was having a hard time finding something that I enjoyed that I could also be doing long-term. Um, so when I lived in Saskatoon, I was serving. And even before I lived in Saskatoon, I was serving all through university and a few years after. And I enjoyed serving, but it just gets old pretty fast. And it was it's a tough industry. So it wears you down really quickly, physically and mentally. And I knew that it just wasn't long-term for me. I also really enjoyed working in clinic and customer serving settings, which is or sorry, customer service settings, which obviously is where you and I met. Yeah. Um, and while I did really enjoy that job as those jobs as well, I just didn't see it as long-term for me and it just wasn't super fulfilling for me. It was more just kind of something that pays the bills. So after having a not so great experience with my own wedding photographer, don't mm -hmm. get me wrong, the photos were great and she was great day of and it worked out, but I went weeks without hearing from my wedding photographer and when you're planning a wedding for three months in three months, then that's a lot of time. So it was very, very stressful for me. And I had another photographer lined up and everything. It worked like, out just in case, just in case. Yeah. She didn't reply. Cause it was like a week and a half before my wedding. And I hadn't heard from her. Oh my goodness. In like weeks. So it was, yeah, very, very stressful. And so after that, after we got married, everything turned out fine, but it was kind of then when it clicked where I have really great communication skills. I have really great customer service skills I could be a wedding photographer and be that photographer that people never feel that stress from. Like I never wanted to be that source of stress for my clients because wedding planning is stressful as it is. You don't need that extra added stress. So that's kind of when it really clicked for me um, to be a wedding photographer. Oh, I love that so much. And it's like full circle how it came to be for you. Yeah. Just kept putting one foot in front of the other, in front of the other of like, yeah, this is just what I'm doing. Yeah. I know. And I think it's like, I think it takes a lot of courage to like label yourself in a way that you haven't labeled yourself before of like, Hey, I'm Kaylee. I really like taking photos. I'm really good at taking photos. I have a super awesome Instagram for my dog to, hi, I'm Kaylee. I'm your wedding and lifestyle photographer. So like that has to come with some level of like self-belief in the fact that you need to keep showing up. And like with all things considered, you know, how did you find the beginning to be from like now? Like what's your continuous source of motivation? Yeah. So starting a business is such a huge risk. Like you said, it's a financial risk. Um, it's extremely time consuming um, and it's really stressful. And I love what you said about that level of self-belief that you need to have because a lot of people kind of lose that in themselves, but you really need that to A, start the business and B, to continue showing up in your business. So it's hard to know how much work running a business really is until you're in it. And for me, like I said, I honestly just kind of went for it. I tend to be a pretty spontaneous person. And I think that showed when I was starting my business, all the trial and error with finding programs and finding the workflow that worked for me. And I didn't really know where this new venture was going to take me. I just know that I really want to start and that if it was meant to be, it would work itself out and I would just eventually find my footing. 
I'm a pretty fast learner and I catch on to things pretty quickly. And I'm also a big believer that everything happens for a reason. So from the beginning, I knew that I wanted to be a wedding photographer. I did have a span of time that I actually wondered if that was true when I was kind of starting out and I almost talked myself out of it. So yeah, first wedding season, I was kind of prepping to do my first wedding ever. I wasn't the lead photographer. I was just second shooting for one of my friends, but it was still like first wedding, lots of pressure. It just like was kind of creeping up on you. And that imposter syndrome kind of sinks in leading up to the day where it's like, am I good enough to do this? Um, you know, this is such a high pressure situation because this is a once in a lifetime moment. You know, it takes a lot of confidence to be a wedding photographer, because like I said, it's a once in a lifetime day, there's no do overs. So that's kind of where I was almost teetering with the realization if I want to be a wedding photographer, but then the day came and went and it was so, so good. And I just felt so in my element and it, yeah, it just clicked. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is what I want to do. This is what I was meant to do. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I think it's really important for listeners to hear that concept of imposter syndrome because it is so apparent to ourselves of like the ideas we have and the things that we want to create. And then it's almost like we get to that point where like it's time to execute and it's almost like, but wait, 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 like, I don't know if I can do this. Right. And so we go yeah. through a lot of self-doubt, right. It's like, yeah. So, and I wouldn't even say that I had a vision or a business plan going into it. I, I really was just winging it at the beginning. So I'm a really creative person and I'm pretty good at basic graphic design and marketing. Like you said, when I was working at Thrive was really kind of when I realized that I had that kind of natural talent of basic graphic design and marketing. So I made a website. I got tons of feedback from my friends and family and others in the, in, in the industry. And I advertised and started reaching out to couples in the area to, set, to just kind of start getting my name out there in Kamloops. And uh, from there, I was able to start getting reviews. and then. From there, I was able to kind of nail down my niche and where I wanted my business to go and my business's purpose. So I love love. I love couples who are deeply in love. I love the authenticity of a wedding day. I love celebrating all kinds of love and seeing people just enjoy that intentional, uninterrupted time together during their sessions. And it's really special to see people connect and like be completely themselves in front of me. And this is something that I would continuously get complimented on from very early on. All of the reviews I asked from people said something along the lines of, I felt so comfortable around Kaylee. So I kind of took that and ran with it. And now that's a huge part of my business is attracting people who are, are truly in love with themselves or truly in love with their partner, but they might be a little bit shy in front of the camera. So for now, so now my business purpose is making people, people feel comfortable, confident, and celebrated and reminding them that they are in a safe space. This is a safe judgment-free zone and you're safe in my presence and I'm never here to judge them. And I've also kind of realized how much I enjoy branding photos and solo sessions, which is um, an area that I didn't see myself going in, but it's a nice add-on and it's a nice, nice change of pace in the slow season for um, obviously summer is busy with weddings, but in the winter, people are looking to kind of change up their brand and do a rebrand. So that's perfect for me as well. Yeah, I've had the pleasure of getting some photography skills done from you as well as the clinic. And it's a really great experience. I remember when we were all kind of the whole team up at the front lobby and we're getting our photo taken and Kaylee's like, are you guys comfortable? And then she's like, it doesn't matter. Stay there. Chick, 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 like doing all the photos. It was so 
Yeah. So I know that you put a lot of effort and intention into creating that experience with your clients. And I, I can tell like just even seeing you over Zoom, like your face is lit up as you're talking about <laughs> it. But I want to go back to what you said about imposter syndrome. You know, has this been something that you personally feel you know you've really struggled with how do you describe the feeling of imposter syndrome in your body and like do you feel like social media has had an impact on that imposter syndrome because we see other people in the industry doing an amazing job at whatever they're doing and then we tend to kind of take that as part of ourselves of like oh well they're doing it better than us so what's that been like for you kaylee yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I mentioned before we started recording, um, I'm really happy that you wanted to kind of explore this idea of imposter syndrome. And I feel like I'm a perfect person to talk about this with because I struggle with it almost every single day, whether it's in sending a gallery that I'm second guessing all of the editing that I just put hours of work into, or just overall having that feeling, like you said, that you're not good enough or that there's someone better out there than me. You know, it's almost every day there in some shape, way or form. So for me, it's that feeling of like, I'm not good enough or that people will catch on to the fact that I have no idea what the heck I'm doing half the time. Yeah. Like, does any business owner, does any business owner really know what they're doing or have it all figured out? No. Like, do you? No, I no, I straight up, even I've told you making this podcast, I'm just like, okay, it's learning here, learning there. Let's right? just go for it. Yeah. So, and I think also because I'm a bit newer in the industry, I just celebrated my one year in business. I get worried that people will know that and then for some reason think less of me. So like I mentioned before, I have this talent that I think has come really naturally naturally to me um, since I've always had an eye for composition and I found my editing style very early on. But I just have to remind myself that my work is truly beautiful. I have a strong workflow and a really unique way that I work with clients and I'm great at what I do. It doesn't matter how long I've been at it. Um, my art is worthy of the compliments that it gets and people just aren't aren't just saying it just to say it you know yeah that's positive affirmations to yourself like I it just gets to be this way because I am awesome and I do create amazing work and I'm great with people and like whatever you need to tell yourself I think through imposter syndrome is really important I was listening to a podcast last week and they were talking about how to dance with imposter syndrome and it was such a great analogy because it's like you're super excited outside of the line of a roller coaster and you're so excited to get on it and you get on the roller coaster you get strapped in and then you're going up the like almost 90 degree incline to the top and it's like but I don't want to do this now I want to get off right and I think it's like we just need to kind of like ride the wave with it and remind ourselves how freaking amazing we are because I think that women are like I really think they're just like the superpower of the world that hasn't figured <laughs> out that they're the superpower of the world or we're in the process of discovering we're the superpower of the world so yeah exactly and like you said with the roller coaster like there's just so and I think that's another thing about being a business owner is there's just so many ups and downs and the highs can be so high and the lows can be so low yeah it's like a quick dopamine hit i did it just yeah. kidding <laughs> yes yes exactly um and like you and you mentioned social media social media is a job in itself uh, i feel like you and i especially you like your social media has come so far in the amount of time that i've known you like i'm just picture i have this vision in my head of when you first started and not that your social media was bad, but compared to now, it's just, you've come such a long way. So I commend you for that. Well, thank you. I think that I've I've dug really deep to like find what feels good to share. And I think that that's like the key for any business owner with social media is like, you kind of have to share your most authentic parts of yourself in order for 
you know, your, your own expansion. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it is a job in itself and I'm really present on, on Instagram, Facebook, and I work pretty hard at Pinterest, but that's all I really, that it kind of ends there for me. I'm not on TikTok. I'm not on any other platforms. I really just try to focus on Instagram, but social media can be very toxic and hard to navigate. Something that I've learned that has helped me a lot in overcoming the feelings of imposter syndrome and something that's always in the back of my mind when I'm so scrolling social media. And this might come as kind of a shock or like a tough pill to swallow for some people, but it's that you're never going to be number one. And there's always going to be someone better than you, whether they're in your area across the country or across the world out of 7 billion people on this earth, you're just never going to be the best at something. And that is okay. But with that means that there's always going to be someone looking up to you. And there's always going to be someone inspired by you. You can't be number one, but you can be someone's number one. Oh, so good. Say it again. <laughs> I love that. Yes. You can't be number one, but you can be someone's number one. There's always going to be someone looking up to you. Um, there's always going to be someone that's inspired by you. Yeah. And don't forget that people have their own strengths. And while someone might be better than you in one aspect, there's so many other things that you can bring to the table that someone else might be wishing that they have. So I've had so many friends and family and even clients tell me how they're inspired by me or my work. And it's always kind of a shock because that imposter syndrome, like I said, is always there for me. But just hearing that someone's like, wow, you're so present on social media or you're, you're doing so, in, so good in your craft. It's just like, okay, maybe I am. Like, maybe I need to start telling myself that too and be inspired by myself. And I think it's important to just like take compliments from people and not feel like you have to like shoo them back away. It's like, oh, thanks. I don't really believe that. Like, you don't have to say that. It's like, no, when someone compliments your work, who you're, how you're showing up, your social media, your outfit, like whatever it is about yourself that you've managed to do for yourself, just like thank them because honestly, 100%. it's such a good, it's such good feedback because you love giving people compliments. I know Kate, yeah. I know I do, right? Like yeah. I love and it makes you feel like you feel so good when you get a compliment. It's like, why not want to make someone else feel like that? Totally. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely contagious energy. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so yeah, I, so, I have to ask you one thing. Yeah. Are you, are you feeling like, because before you said like, I know that you have a geo degree and you've had all these other jobs. Are you feeling super happy in what you've done and what you've created for yourself and like the process that you've had to follow without knowing what the outcome is going to be. I am so insanely happy. <laughs> I yeah. definitely, the imposter syndrome isn't just for photography. It's also that feeling of, you know, I went to school for geology. I have this bachelor's degree that I'm just not using. And that sometimes kind of weighs on me, especially because I was really lucky in the sense that my parents paid for my schooling, my degree. So it's kind of that feeling of, are my parents like going to be disappointed in me that I'm not a geologist? But at the same time, I think at the end of the day, like I said, I'm so insanely happy and I love what I'm doing right now and I'm really good at it. And I feel like they see that. And as long as I'm happy, I think that they're happy. Totally. So, and I'm just so happy that I took this leap, this leap into the unknown and chose to believe in myself. It took me a really long time to truly see how creative I am and to learn and navigate that part of myself. And I also never in a million years thought I would be an entrepreneur. Like if you would have told me 10, five, or even two years ago that I would be a business owner, I would not have believed you. It just 
was never something that I was drawn to, but now that I'm in it and soon I'll be able to go full-time with photography and knowing the life that I'll be able to give my husband and my future kids. Like I'm just, I'm so happy and it's been so worth it. Yeah. Just full autonomy to give yourself the life you want, full permission to just do it your own way. Yeah. I think you're trailblazing like for sure. I think that you're also in a pretty, um, you know, big industry with lots of photographers. I know it's like that kind of all over the place. And I know that you really work hard to stay unique and to stay authentic. I think you are a very authentic photographer and just a very authentic person. But what do you feel like, you know, how do you keep learning along the journey? Have you been coached on this stuff, Kaylee, or have you just sort of been figuring this stuff out on your own? No, I'm 100% self-taught. And that's scary because, like I said, I feel like I I have this talent that has come just really naturally to me. And that's also where imposter syndrome comes in, like I said. But I also found my editing style and my photography style very early on, which I think helped me propel, helped propel me into the industry as well, because I get a lot of, sorry, a lot of photographers, they take months or even years to figure out their editing and photography style. So don't get me wrong. My style and my business is constantly evolving and changing, but not everyone is lucky enough in that sense. And it takes a lot of work and time to nail that down. And a lot of people go to school and work for years to kind of be where I am in my skill set and also my confidence level because it's it takes a level of confidence yeah I think so and I think that when I see you kind of moving through your day and how you even did photography for myself like for sure I think that comfort factor is big for people because I don't really like being in front of a camera and then when you did it I was like oh that was like really easy I didn't have to do anything she just told me exactly what to do so yeah yeah it's nice I get like I said that's the best compliment I can get and I get that a lot of of kind of like, it kind of just felt like I was hanging out with a friend and that's how I want my clients to feel. Yeah. Talk about how there's an abundance of photographers in your area. Like how do you stay authentic and unique? There are hundreds, if not thousands of photographers in BC. And it's something that not a lot of people, myself included, realize when they start out is how much competition there is. It's an extremely saturated market, but at the end of the day, there's enough work to go around and there's enough room at the table for everyone. Like there are millions of people getting married every year and all of them need a photographer. They just need to know how to find you and you need to know how to find them. Well, uh, people obviously look for their desired style of photography. The hope is that people are going to hire the person that they feel most connected to. They're going to hire you for you. And that's where this concept of your ideal client comes in. For you, your ideal client is babies and moms. Yeah, Um, sure. The person that you want to attract and work with allows you to cater and advertise to those people specifically. So if you put in the work to really narrow, narrow down your niche and find your ideal client, the right people will come to you. Um, Not only do I want to connect with my clients, but I always want also want to connect with other photographers and wedding vendors in the industry, like making connections and giving value to those around you is going to help propel your business. So community over competition is another huge part of my business. Um, You just never know what one connection is going to do for you. I think connections are really valuable thing for people. I think most more and more people are wanting to connect in some capacity with any product or service they're using. So I think as any business owner, entrepreneur, like I think that's one of the biggest things is people buy you as like they're buying you before they're actually buying the product or the service you're giving them. So that authenticity is such a huge part. So what is one piece of advice you would want to give to newbies in your industry? Yeah, I was going to say that that would definitely be a piece of advice that I would 
tell people is show your face, show your face on social media. People hire the one that they feel the most connected to, like I said. So people like seeing the behind the scenes and learning about you as a person and your everyday life instead of just your job title. So show your face on social media and connect with your followers on a personal level because they're, they're going to hire you for you at the end of the day. Um, and also just find what you love and what you excel in and what people compliment you on and take that and use it to stand out, find your niche and figure out your ideal client market to them. And if you love shooting wedding, like for example, if you love shooting weddings and couples and don't love shooting families, then stop advertising to families, stop posting family photos on your feed because you just want to put out into the world and into your business, the kind of people that you want to attract and they will come. It'll take time, but it'll eventually come. Yeah, I think that's super important is like one of the greatest pieces of advice that I've had with even my social media and like doing things like the podcast is like niche down and then niche down even more and then niche down again. And that's actually who you're speaking to. So yeah, really good wise words for people who are just starting out in photography. I think it's a, I mean, I think it's a great industry. I personally would never have the talent to do it, but I do love the artistic side of it that it brings out in everybody and you get to see their their way of shooting, their style, their essence. It's its awesome. So we're kind of coming a little bit towards the end of our, of our episode today, but what's next for you, Kaylee? What are you, what are you working on? What are you doing? Yeah. Um, so I recently went through changing my business name to Kaylee and Co-Photo. I used to be Kaylee C Photography, but the reason for that change was I was thinking about the future of my business my business right now is just me, myself, and I navigating my way through the industry, narrowing down my niche, like you said. But the future of my business comes with a lot of goals. I see myself opening up a studio space for other photographers, creating um, artistic projects for photographers and wedding vendors, such as styled shoots and content days. I also see the possibility of having associates photographers work for me throughout the wedding seasons. You know, some goals might be farther out than others, but overall, I have a lot of faith in my business and and myself, especially in 2023. And yeah, that was the reason for the name change was just to bring people together through art and and through my photography. So I'm really excited for the future of my business. Yeah, it sounds like you only have like a lot of things on the go. (laughs) So many. (laughs) Do you know what you are in human design? Like, do you know what your your human design is? No. I bet you're a manifesting generator. You're just like, we're doing this and this and this and (gasps) this. I am. I'm a huge manifester. And I, you know, that used to be something that I kind of didn't look down on, but it was kind of like "Mm, that manifestation that's like hippie stuff, you know, but the more you do it, like, for example, I am, I'm originally from Saskatchewan, obviously. So I'm coming back in, in July. The reason I'm coming back is because someone hired me for a wedding to shoot a wedding out there. So it was like, I think early January of this year. And I was like, you know maybe if I just like put out there a, a note to people like, Hey, if you're getting married in Saskatchewan, um, reach out to me, there might be like a discount or we might be able to work something out for you. You never know. And not even like three days later, I got an inquiry from a friend of a friend and booked that wedding. And now we're going to, to Saskatchewan to shoot a wedding. And I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. so awesome. So you're yeah. like, I'm in BC, but Hey, Sasky friends, I can come back and do it too. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. I feel like it takes a lot of belief in yourself just to like put those invitations and those offers out on the table. So for people who are listening, that thing that you've been like sitting on and wondering if you should do, I think it's just like, just do it. Kaylee's motto of if not now, when is a really big deal. I want to ask you before we end today, Kaylee, do you have any like 
last thoughts of wisdom, any, you know, encouraging words that you want to share with the community and our listeners? Yeah. So like you just said, just do the thing. The time of your life is never going to feel perfect. There's always going to be a reason not to do it, but life is just so short and you just don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Like going back to kind of how I came from Saskatchewan to BC in the span of six months, my husband and I went from thinking that we'd be in Saskatchewan for many years to my husband being laid off, us getting engaged, married, moving her, moving across the country and starting my photography business in six months. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, you can plan all you want for your life and it's great to have long-term goals, but at the end of the day, the universe just has other plans for you and what's meant to be will be. Yeah. I love that. That co-creation with the universe is just something that we're all divinely a part of. Exactly. And also the grass is always greener. Like I said, you might have something that someone is really, really inspired by and you need to own that. And I'll say it one more time. You can't be number one, but you can be someone's number one. Yes. Oh, I love it. It was such a beautiful, delicious conversation today. If you would like to connect with Kaylee, I'm going to leave all of her information in the show notes. Go and follow her. She heard that she was coming through Saskatchewan in July. So if you want a photography session with her, if she could squeeze it in, reach out. She's a ray of light, ladies and gentlemen. I think mostly ladies on here, but thank you so much for joining. My husband will be listening. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining today and sharing all of your insight and your wisdom for imposter syndrome for our listeners. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. so much for tuning in and listening the whole way through on she empowers the podcast make sure to subscribe anywhere you are listening to podcasts and if you happen to have itunes would you do me a favor and leave a five-star review of the show so more women can learn about what we are doing over here you can also copy this link and share it on your social media and tag me at sheempowers.co. that is the way we get these beautiful messages out to more and more souls around the world thank you so much for being a part of the she empowers community until next time go lead with love and joy. Thank you.